0: Welcome to the Andrea K Show.
1: Smooth like butter, sweet like
0: honey, looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is,
1: Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woo hoo! Pump tape.
2: Yes, it is Hump Day. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Great to be with you guys tonight. Got a great show for you guys here on this Hump Day. How are we going to roll into the weekend here? Well, of course, we're going to bring you all the latest on the hot topics of the day and the breaking news of the day. After a first break, we're going to have Congressman Andy Biggs is going to be back. He's got the America First contract that he wants the American people know to know about and what the Republican Party is going to do should they win back the House. And I can't wait for him to share it with you guys. What promises are they making and are they in line with what the Republican voters actually want? He will be here to explain later. Later on in the show, I've got some shocking. And I mean, shocking information to share with you guys about what Pfizer knew in regards to the shots in regards to pregnancy, fertility, and even breastfeeding. And I'm going to share that with you guys later. So you're definitely going to want to stick around for those topics and more. Feel free to be a part of the show tonight by giving us a call here live, 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, i got to bring in my brother, my partner in crime. It's DJ Potato Skins.
0: Unanimous potato. That's the rare unanimous potato.
1: DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins.
2: Lots to get to. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Well, let's begin with uh, speaking of shocking. You know, there's I, I didn't didn't think that I could be shocked anymore by anything coming out of the Biden administration or even out of Biden's mouth. But he actually went to the microphones today. And of course, as a part of the hysteria and the lies and the disinformation coming out from the Biden administration about what the draft Opinion means and what it would mean, what it means right now and what it would mean if Roe v. Wade was overturned in a course of trying to stoke panic and fear among the American people. The lies have just continued to get increasingly worse to the degree to where Joe Biden came to the microphones today and attacked 75 million voters with an absolutely scurrilous attack. Play clip. Six.
0: What happens if you have a state change the law saying that 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 children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history.
2: Wow. Um, well, first of all, MAGA is not a political organization, right? MAGA is a movement of 75 million people and voters. And it was based upon a tagline that was very clever by Donald Trump when he was candidate Trump. And he called it MAGA, which stands for Make America Great Again, which everybody knows was a part of his America First agenda, which was to restore America to what it was founded upon by our founders and our founding documents, But that literally is the Democrats idea of extremism in this country. But let me actually rewind to the beginning of that clip. Because what he was trying to say, I think, in um, an attempt at mental clarity and cognitive ability, was he was trying to say, as, as we're hearing from many people today, is that it's not just attacking you and, and trying to remove women's rights in this country. They're going, they're so extreme, they're going to go after everything in this country, including leveling, again, more lies about the parental rights bill in Florida. So that's what he was trying to reference there, with the lie that children who are LBGT can't be in the same room as other children. That's just a flat out lie. There is not one state in this country that's trying to ban gay kids from classrooms. The only thing that that was about was about stopping teachers from sexualizing the classroom and talking to kindergartners through third graders about sex. So let's talk about who's really the extremist organization, the most extreme organization, political organization in the history of the United States of America. Is it not the Democrat skins?
1: No, it, I mean, they and they've proven that since they took power back, in, you know, after the 2020 election and the, the, the track record is that's what they've done, not
2: us. Well, it's always projection with them. The most extreme political oh, exactly. whatever yeah. they've done. Hey, look over here. It, it, yeah, I mean the the most extreme political organization has been at play really for a long time. The Marxist within the and the flat out socialist in the Democrat Party have been at play for a long time. Brenda J. Elliott wrote a book about it called Red Army, in which she documents the Democrat Party's alignment with the Socialist Party of America. And there were many Democrats that are in office today. There were also members of the Socialist Party of America. Let's talk about some of the extremism, but but. Barack Obama, when he said, when he ran for office, uh, Mr. Hope and Change, and you weren't allowed, and talked about how he wanted to transform America, you weren't allowed to ask him. Fundamentally. Yeah, fundamentally America, fundamentally change America. You weren't allowed to ask what that meant. And what it meant was the most extreme agenda items in the history of the world, in my opinion. Let's talk about some of the extremism. I think it's extreme to be teaching and and talking to kindergartners about sex. Have we ever in in this country, in fact, the the, the curriculums going on in classrooms with kindergartners would be if that was going on at a kitchen table that your kid at, at a house your kid was visiting, the parent would be arrested. It's extreme to be talking to children, not just about sex, but I think it's extreme in the classroom skins to be telling white children there's something wrong with them because they're white. That's extremist. It's, it's so extreme that you're literally, you're demonizing, a, a, a teaching a child to hate themselves. I think it's extremist uh, to allow for a completely open border, to remove any protections from our border, to allow illegal aliens to, to just flood across our nation, bringing drug, tra- drug traffickers, human traffickers. We know that women and children are being trafficked down there and being, and, and being raped. We know that little children are being dumped in the desert as they've been brought aco- uh, across here. By mules and and coyotes in this country, they know they're bringing drug cartels, bringing fentanyl, and there's already been enough fentanyl and brought into this country to kill 100 million Americans. That's not extreme. That's not extremist.
1: What about all the you know the, the mandates that they try to put across every single American and make sure that they got the shot, regardless of whether they wanted it or not?
2: Right. I think it's incredibly extremist. For the first time in our country, they locked healthy people into their homes, took down our businesses. Removed our jobs. We couldn't go to work. Your kids couldn't go to school. They knew at the time that children couldn't get it or give it, yet they shut down the schools. That's not extremist. Shutting down a $5 trillion economy when they knew that there was no no data behind that, that's incredibly extremist. They're
1: calling us extremists because we want to just stand up for America and what it stands for.
2: Right. Because what they, what they intended to do, and this was so much a part of the January 6th, Reaction to what happened on January six was to demonize seventy five million MAGA voters as domestic terrorists. They've got to demonize us. In in the words of Hillary Clinton's BFF many years ago, Landy Davis, when the left can't win the arguments on its merits, it seeks to diminish the person with whom they disagree. And so this is about diminishing and, and minimizing and flat out attacking as as evil. 75 million Americans and simply because they have a difference of opinion. And what is that opinion? As you just said, it's about what? Um, it's about
1: standing up for America's values that we were founded on the constitution.
2: Well, which is the rule of law. So let's think about what some of the MAGA and we're going to have Congressman Biggs on here in a moment to talk about his America first contract and what he's promising. What is MAGA about? It was about securing our borders, right? It's about securing a sovereign nation. The Democrats are okay about spending billions of dollars to go and protect somebody else's border, but not ours. Who's the extremist? The MAGA voter wanted to stop the the extreme economic destruction that was happening in this country with the with the outsourcing of jobs and allowing as trump so clearly defined allowing trump to eat uh, china to to eat our you know clean our clock economically right maga was about um, restoring the freedom to the people that we had seen that there was two sets of laws in this country, which is continuing to this day. It's extremist when you have Americans that are being thrown in jail and being denied bail simply because they possess a difference of opinion, yet the Democrats allowed for a reign of terror across this country last summer. The the extremism is when you have the real political extremist organizations like Black Lives Matter, which is a communist organization, and Antifa being able to burn down federal buildings, lock people inside a federal building and burn it down, burn down entire communities, seize control of entire communities like Chaz or CHOP. The name changed in Washington. They're the extremist but they have to try to bully you by calling you the extremist in order to frighten you, in order to suppress you, in order to oppress you, because they are the oppressors. They're terrified today because the power is going back to the people, because they tried, the, Roe v. Wade, as I've said many times, was so much about centralizing power in D.C. It had nothing at all to do. It was it, it, with, with abortion. That was just a sideline benefit for them, the cultural Marxist movement aspect of it, to destroy the fabric of our nation. It's absolutely despicable the way that, the, that he spoke today about 75 million Americans, but that's how they think of us. And that's why the Department of Homeland Security has their disinformation governance board. That's why the Attorney General Merrick Garland has his domestic terrorist. Uh, I can't remember the official title of his counter his domestic counterterrorism unit where they literally sought to go and identify parents that spoke up at school board meetings. This has to stop. We had some wins last night in Ohio. In fact, all of Trump's, I, I think all of the his endorsed candidates won. There's a, about a great track yeah, record. Um, there's a, a debate going on tonight in Pennsylvania where Dr. Oz, who was endorsed by Trump, is going up against Kathy Barnett and others. We'll see what happens in the state of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. But we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to bring in our favorite congressman, Andy Biggs. He's going to be here to share with you guys what his America First contract is. I wonder if he heard Biden today. I wonder if he knows that he's considered to be a part of an organization that's the most extreme in history. But I'm mostly curious about what his contract entails and what the promises are and whether or not it aligns with what you think they should be. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer San Diego.
0: Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego
2: welcome back to the Andrea K show 888-344-1170 glad to have you guys here with me hey you know Tom Cruise may be in town for Top Gun Maverick but I got Congressman Andy Biggs on my show tonight okay that's how that's how the big real I, Top Gun the, the real Top Gun ooh well done Congressman Andy Biggs welcome back to the Andrea K show
0: Good to be with you, Andrea. Thanks for having me.
2: Okay. Um, before we get into your America First contract, I got to get your response to the leak about the Roe v. Wade draft decision.
0: Um, well, the leak for me, my, my interpretation of the leak is that the, whoever leaked it wanted to uh, basically gin up civil disorder and unrest and put pressure on the, the justices to see if they might change the opinion. But moreover, uh, they wanted to basically derail the, uh, uh, and distract from the, the Democrats' failures, mm-hmm. the fight failures. And I think that's a real part of this whole thing. And, um, and when you see that and you look at it and you see the unrest and you see the meltdown that the left is having, uh, the reality for me is uh, you, you, they can't even find a constitutional right for abortion uh, at any time. And so it's really interesting to me to watch this uh, this attempt to manipulate and, and say outrageous things. I mean, you know about LGBTQ or, or uh, mixed marriages or or basically trying to equate privileges, mm-hmm. such as executive privilege with a constitutional right which comes from God but is recognized in our Constitution really crazy stuff happening.
2: Well, it is. It is crazy. It's absolutely insane. Um, th- not the draft opinion. That's That was well thought out by Alito. It was mm-hmm. based upon the Constitution, which does not grant you the right to privacy. And here's how you liberals can know it doesn't grant you the right to privacy is that you cannot right now go into a doctor and cook up a plan to sell your corneas or your kidneys on the open market. Okay? So it is not your body, your choice to do whatever you want to do with a with doctor's consent. Right? What really has them freaked out is not just that This is coming at a time in which the poll numbers are absolutely in the dirt for Democrats because of the open borders, because of the inflation, because it's $7 a gallon of gas, um, because we're $30 trillion in debt, because they're trying to, to trans our kids in schools. They know all that and they know that that's at a time in which we've got primaries happening. We had JD Vance, a MAGA candidate win last night. Um, They're, they're looking at being shredded at in, in these midterm elections and they're hoping that this is going to stop the takeover of power by the Republicans for the House and the Senate. And we're not going to let them happen. I was excited to see your America First contract, although MAGA today, according to Joe Biden, I'm sure you heard, means that, you know, we're all now some, you know, most extreme political organization in history. No, they're the extremist. And all we want to do with America First is restore our country to its constitutional founding principles. And they don't want that. But tell everybody about your America First contract, and I, we don't have time to get into all the details, but tell everybody what it's about and what you plan to do.
0: Well, there's there's three components to it, which is why it's the most comprehensive in 25-plus years. And I want to get to the second and third because because most everybody in America should be agreeing with the eight uh, platform principles there, whether it's on how to reduce inflation, how to reduce uh, you know how to bring back the economy, how to bring border security, all the things that you just mentioned, how to stop the wokeness and in education, but you got to have you also have to be able to act on it when Joe Biden's going to be sitting in the Oval office mm. and we're and we're going to have to deal with vetoes. so my plan talks about exactly uh, some of the strategies that we can invoke to force him. To, to peel back his bad ideas and inv- and evoke some of our, our good America first plan policy. And then the third aspect of it gives a, a small portion of the list of oversight and um, holding accountable this administration uh, through investigative committees, hearings, and if necessary, you know, uh, in which I think it is necessary, impeachment processes. So uh, all of those things are wrapped up in my America first plan, which is why it goes a little bit further than most other people's plans, because we're trying to figure out, Hey, if you're going to say this, then you better be able to act on it and keep those promises. And you also have to quit this two tier justice system and start holding people accountable who have screwed up this country Mm -hmm. as bad as these folks have.
2: Yeah. We're talking to Congressman Andy Biggs about his America first contract. I'm loving everything I'm reading here. Um, I realize that you can't if you were to go completely super deep on every element, then it would be 9000 pages. It would be like, you know, the Build Back Better plan and thousands and thousands of pages. So I like it since it's right. simplicity. Um, but I I don't think I see in here articles of impeachment um, for in terms of conducting oversight. Um, and, and I and I think that Joe Biden should be impeached. I think if the Democrats really cared about this, I don't even know who's running this country. Really, Congressman Biggs, this man, the 25th Amendment should have already been invoked upon him. He clearly doesn't even know where he is half the time. We don't know who's running the country. Um, but, you know, and, uh, is there the will? Let me back up for a second, because you said something really key. We've had a a lot of different Republicans, unlike yourself, that make a lot of promises on the campaign trail, but then they don't deliver when they get in office. So the deliverables, it's not enough to make promises. There's got to be a plan of action. And that's really key with, as you said, uh, being pragmatic of what you can get done. Is there enough will in the Republican Party to join you on this and actually begin to hold people accountable, including impeachment?
0: Well, so when I first introduced the uh, articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, we had, uh, you know, maybe a dozen or so. And now we're up to 30. I think it's 31, two, maybe 35. And and other people are talking about it now. So, yes, I, I see the momentum coming to take somebody like uh, Alejandro Mayorkas and put him through the impeachment process. And I've, you know, Mayorkas knows that. I've told him that. Um, publicly that you know in our confrontation in the judiciary committee that I intend to impeach him, and uh when we get into the oversight, what i 'm talking about is is um, uh, it, it, that is that is a way you have oversight. you use the constitutional principle that was given to us by the founders against somebody who has committed high crimes and misdemeanors, and quite frankly. Nobody, in my opinion, can say allowing an invasion of the southern border is not a high crime and misdemeanor when they're deliberately doing it and they're deliberately violating known laws and statutes, which otherwise, if they enforce them, would, uh, would prevent this invasion on the border.
2: Well, he actually had the gall to say recently that, you know, uh, he inherited a bad situation. He's done a bang-up job on it, and it's really up to Congress to solve the problem. But uh, there's another reason why I want him impeached, and it's because of this disinformation governance board, his ministry of truth that he's got out there, being led by some czar who is, you know... Um, uh, not just some some insane musical theater woman, but um, a- actually a disinformation queen herself. This disinformation, I know that uh, Tom cotton and others have put forth a bill to try to end this disinformation uh, governance group, group, but that ha absolutely I I personally think as an American congressman Biggs that my first amendment is probably my most precious right because it's behind that for which all other uh, all other freedoms and all of our other rights uh, you know reside. And so to me, and I know that you've got a, a free speech and protecting our, our free speech in your your contract for America. But speak on that for me, because that's the most important to me.
0: Yeah. So the the person that that's first of all, you should never have a censorship um, arm of the federal government. This group, by the way, is going to be targeting. Americans, they already have the mechanisms in place to target um, uh, misinformation or uh, bad ideas that are coming to us from other countries, you know, spies and what have you. This is going to be tur- turned inward and being be used domestically as a uh, weaponized tool against Americans who don't believe in the leftist orthodoxy so that's that's why this has got to go so you can't fund it and we've we i mean we've already talked uh, amongst us in the judiciary committee we will we and the republicans we're not going to let it be funded and okay. quite frankly if anything happens if any bill if if there's if we don't take out funding for this program and somebody votes for that bill there's a problem. The second thing is the person that they put put in charge of this is a she's crazy and loony, mm-hmm. but she is also incredibly dangerous. And she hates Republicans. She hates conservatives. And she hates free speech mm-hmm. and free thought. And you know what makes us a free people? Not just the rule of law, but the fact that we can each express our opinion and uh, we can do it without fear of being thrown into jail, like the January 6th uh, protesters are. You know, that that is, in my opinion, uh, critical if we're going to make this country go forward and restore it to its its pinnacle as the as the beacon of light and hope of freedom th-
1: around the world. Uh,
2: another question. I am uh, I am uh, what I love about Alito's draft opinion is that we are a constitutional republic, a republic of states. This hmm. was about centralizing a system of power. So I understand uh, states' rights. Um, but there's a part of me that would like a centralized uh, a law passed by Congress that says, no, at the state level, you cannot force people to be jabbed at the workplace. You cannot force, you know, you cannot seize control over businesses and shut them down because of, of, of a virus. Any thoughts on uh, what what the House might do in regards to mandates and stopping them going forward?
0: Well, I, I think the 14th Amendment allows the government to step in and say, wait, Uh, you know, the federal government step in and say, you cannot violate an individual's rights just in the name of state's rights. Um, And if there's not a constitutional right um, at the federal level to uh, force a mandate or jab, et cetera, there should not be a a state uh, opportunity to do so in the name of health and safety. I just don't see that right in the in the U.S. Constitution, and then you, when you apply the Fourteenth Amendment to the states, I just do not see where they have that right.
2: Well, uh, I, I agree on that. Um, in the time I have left, I got to ask you. I love I love this you're using our leverage in twenty twenty three. I love some of these items here. You don't specifically mention anything about an investigation, though, of the Hunter Biden laptop and the ba- uh, the Biden family corruption.
0: Um, here's where here's where that gets included. Um, I'm, let's get that language out of there. Um, where we start talking about the Biden administration and the Biden family corruption. That must have been, that is not, that's actually not in the, in the document I not have before me. That was in the draft though. So I got to find out why that was deleted because we want to go after, we want to bring Hunter Biden in. We think that I think the corruption goes all the way through the corrupt Biden family. I think uh, President Biden's brother Jim needs to be brought in Mm -hmm. and looked at very closely. And I think um, uh, we can get use Hunter Biden's business partners and use that information. And I think you'll find that Joe Biden is as corrupt as they come.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, there's a report out today. uh, I think it was the Daily Mail has a report out about how Hunter Biden, the one Russian oligarch that's been sanctioned by Australia and other countries, hasn't been sanctioned by the U.S. yet. And that happens to to be the same Russian oligarch that uh, Hunter Biden and Devin Archer met with multiple times and played golf with and went to dinner with in D.C., right? So um, this is not just about corruption that took place when Biden was vice president of the United States, but it continues to this day. And that needs to be that's that's right. Yeah. And that needs to be routed out. Do you do you do you believe that the rest of of I know that you've mentioned here on the show that there's other Republicans that that you couldn't get anybody to really be paying attention to the January 6th defendants? I mean, is there really an appetite? How many people do you have in the Republican Party that if we get power back actually has an appetite for that?
0: Well, I believe that the majority of Republicans want to take on that investigation. And I do know that both Jamie Comer, that. The cha- who will be the chair of the oversight committee, and uh, Jim Jordan, who will be the chair over the, ju- the Judiciary Committee, both want to uh, have their hands in that. And uh, unless I take Mr. McCarthy off too much, uh, I should be on those committees and be a part of of that investigation and those hearings. And and uh, yeah, the, I, I think we have I think we have the vast majority of Republicans that want to get involved in that, and Fauci, and COVID origins. And, you know, just, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi and insider stock trading. I mean, there is so much to investigate um, and take this back and use it just like, uh, except for ours are are legitimate and righteous Mm -hmm. on these folks. Um, I mean, we're not talking about making up stuff and, and, and relying on regurgitated media stories. We're talking about inspectors general who've looked at things. We're talking about even D or J that has looked at things. And they've actually hit some of the Hunter Biden stuff. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we're looking at stuff where there's real palpable evidence that needs to be brought forward uh, to the American people.
2: Yeah, I'd like I'd like an investigation into Fauci's money and I'd like an investigation into his denial of therapeutics in order to push out these shots on the American people. That's what Definitely. I'd like an investigation on. Congressman Biggs, I always appreciate your time on here. I love this America First contract. If you have a, a version that mentions Hunter Biden, if you can email that to us here, then I can put it up on, oh, on yeah. the socials and, and have everybody read it because this is something they want to distract with all this, you know, the leak of, of SCOTUS and, this, and, and the draft decision. They want to distract and get people all fired up and get the women all fired up over that to deflect away from all these other issues at a time that people are voting. And so this is so important that you... You did this and so glad that you did and came on here tonight. And we're going to continue to remind the American people who the real extremist political organization is and is the Democrats and the Biden administration. Thank you, Congressman Biggs. Thanks. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned, because uh, speaking of Fauci and covid, we've got the shocking details that Pfizer tried to hide for 75 years from the American people and not just tried to hide about the shots, but the shots and pregnant women. You're going to want to stay tuned for this. This is the Andrea K. Show. On AM 1170, The Answer San Diego.
0: Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Congratulations, Andrea, on expanding to a second hour. That is unbelievable. In fact, what I plan on doing, if you catch my drift, I want to send you an entire meal. From the Netechahu household, my wife, my lovely wife, she will cook it up and everything. And believe me, she could cook up a storm. It is incredible. Just like you're expanding, as is my popularity. In fact, if the elections today were held in Israel, I would easily beat Benino Naftali, as we call him, because, you know, he's been uh, horrible in terms of what he's been doing. But, anyways, enough of the negative. Congratulations, Andrea. You're doing a fantastic job. I wouldn't be surprised if you get a third
2: hour. Oh, Bibi. My longest living crush, Bibi Benjamin Netanyahu. Thank you so much for calling in and extending those kind words to me. And yeah, I'm happy to take a delivery of falafel any time of the week. You want to send it all the way out here from Israel. Of course, that's my dear friend Phil Hirsch chiming in and always puts a smile on my face. I'm glad to have you here with me. This is the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you're in San Diego, did y'all go to the red carpet? tonight. I
1: didn't even know this was happening. I yeah. wish we could have
2: gone. Yeah, if you, if you went to the red carpet for Top Gun, uh, Maverick is, is airing tonight. It's actually being played in a few different locations tonight from North Island to uh, downtown the Civic Center or the had, they began at the red carpet uh, at 3.30 this afternoon. So this is an exciting day for San Diego and if you got to go to this event and if you got to see the movie we would love to hear from you and give us your 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 best. Joan Rivers, Remember, she was so great on the Academy Awards. She was the only reason for many years I watched the Academy Awards. Give us a call in. Give it, you know, tell us, do your best, Joan Rivers, and tell us uh, who you saw, what was great. Did you see the movie? What did you think about love it? Love the
1: original. Love the classic. I can't wait to see this. And you it's know, just exciting for San Diego.
2: Yeah, it absolutely is. All right, turning our attention back to uh, breaking news. I told you guys at the open of the hour that I've got some shocking news to reveal to you guys. On last night's show, we had Naomi Wolf on who has written uh, a phenomenal book called The Bodies about authoritarianism and COVID. And she actually gave a little inkling as to some new discoveries that she and 2,500 people have been uh, uh, finding as they have delved through the 55,000 pages of Pfizer documents that were finally released. Uh, Pfizer filed a lawsuit that they withhold any of the data for at least 75 years. And a judge came back and said that was unacceptable, that they needed to start releasing seeing, I think it was 50,000 documents a, a, a month, still a lot to get through. And some of the revelations have been absolutely shocking. One of which Naomi Wolf mentioned last night, which was that Pfizer actually has two labs in China and one in Wuhan. So some breaking news today, who remembers this quote, the vaccine is safe for pregnant women, right? Remember that? Remember that? Yeah. Everybody had to get the shot. Didn't matter how far along you were in pregnancy, didn't matter if you were uh, not pregnant and uh, looking to get pregnant. It was everybody needs to get the shot. Of course, this data being withheld from the American people means that you were all Americans were denied informed consent, which we were supposed to have according to the law, right? And it was a cookie cutter approach. Uh, one of the things that came out: nobody was allowed. Everybody, everybody had to get the shot. It didn't matter. Of course, it initially was rolled out uh, for adults. Then they put brought it down to teenagers. Now they're trying to push it out on six months. Um, but for adults, it was one size fits all. Didn't matter what your health background was. Didn't matter anything one size fits all, which didn't make sense from the medical community. That's why there is informed consent, because you needed to have given your own medical background, your own history, your own body. Who knows you better than you? And As well as your doctor. So there was the, uh, oh, it's safe for pregnant women. In fact, there's been a commercial that's been running for a long time here in San Diego, specifically targeted at pregnant women. So here's what was documented in the Pfizer reports. Fertility, uh, this is... Is uh, under the under the heading of pre- fertility, pregnancy, and lactation, which is breastfeeding. Remember, well, let me rewind first to remind you that last night Naomi Wolf said that in, in the, the the pregnancy trials, there were no pregnant women that were tried; it was animals. You remember that, right? You you need to remember that as I read this part. There are there are nor there are no or nor limited amount of data from the use of COVID-19 mRNA vaccine at BNT 16262 animal reproductive toxic, toxicity toxicity have not been completed. So what they're saying there is that they had not completed the trial. There's no data because they hadn't finished it on the animals, right? So they said COVID-19 mRNA vaccine BNT16262 is not recommended during pregnancy. Pregnant women aren't even supposed to eat tuna. Pregnant women aren't supposed to take a Tylenol without asking a doctor. But here they were pushing this out with no data, no trials done to support the safety of this. Think about this. But of course, what's, what's to be surprised here? These are the same people that are hysterical today because, you know, Roe v. Wade might be overturned and, and it might go back to the states, right? the uh, uh, and that even reminds me back to uh the open of the show where where you played the clip about Biden where he's talking about MAGA is the most extreme political organization in history no i think extreme is the idea that it's okay to kill a pre born child or even up to 28 days after they've been born like in california so what do you expect of course they're going to push out a shot that hasn't been that hasn't been tested and, and forcing on pregnant force women it on every american yeah Is this not extremism where you're going to push out and try to force how many pregnant women got this shot that they didn't want to get because they're looking at how am I going to support my family if I lose my job, right? This is the extreme position. You know, this is why Pfizer hid the data. You know, you've got a shot that you're pushing on pregnant women that hasn't been tested and you withhold that data. I think that's the extreme position. And they knew at this point. They knew at this point that the, that the case count didn't equal caskets. Those numbers had been inflated. There wasn't any need for anybody to get these shots. They knew it. They even knew at this point that the shots didn't stop anybody from getting or, or giving COVID. This was all about power. Breastfeeding. It is unknown whether COVID-19 mRNA vaccine BNT16262 is excreted in human milk. A risk to newborn infants cannot be excluded. COVID-19 vaccine, BNT16262, should not be used during breastfeeding. Wasn't that pushed out and forced on on every American? How many people were told? How many federal workers right now are still subject that are pregnant women or breastfeeding women that that are still subject to this mandate thanks to SCOTUS? Fertility. It is unknown. This is Pfizer documents, fertility. It is unknown whether or not COVID-19 vaccine, BNT16262, has an impact on fertility. If you don't know that it's got an impact on, on fertility, you don't tell people it's safe and effective because you don't know that it's safe and effective. Even Barack Obama, I think we played the clip on the show last week, said, well, we basically conducted global trials out there. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going we're to give you some data. On these global trials, in fact, an MIT study came out, speaking of Israel, we had Phil give his, his voice earlier about Netanyahu. Well, MIT had a report come out in March with a death count that's been hidden from the disinformation governance group known as the Biden administration. What's the death count that came out just from Israel? Stay tuned. We'll share when we come back. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego.
0: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to The Andrea Kay Show. 888-344-1170 is our live call-in number. Did you guys know that the CDC has been tracking you? Yeah. When Dinesh D'Souza was on the show talking about his movie 2,000 Mules, he talked about this thing called geotracking, right, which is where location and where you are and your movements are compiled by organizations, correct? And uh, they were able to buy the data, the information on where these mules were, who were stuffing the ballot boxes, delivering all these illegal ballots and stuff in the ballot boxes. Well, guess who else was buying data of your location and using it to track you? The CDC! Shocking! I know, right? They bought... People
1: don't know your default setting on whether it 's Apple or Android, you are tracked in every every which way you really have to know how to turn things off in order to minimize your footprint.
2: Well, the thing is is that we and, and a lot of people know that, but they 're thinking that really that this data is being used to track whether or not you know, 're shopping at home goods. Right. They're not realizing that it's being used for nefarious purposes. Right. Now, I'm I, I'm glad that glad um, that Dinesh D'Souza was able to and true the vote was able to use this information to document the proof of the attempt of fraud in the November 2020 election. But to think that the um, and of course, it should not come as any surprise that the U.S. government is tracking your locations and tracking where you are. Um, but the CDC tracking, I mean, this is, uh, this is bad enough when the Patriot Act, you know, was data mining or people were being caught up in, um, it, the, the, as part of the FBI surveillance, and you might get caught up in this as they're trying to track some group that's that's in your community. But this is the Center for Disease Control that bought location data that was harvested from tens of millions of phones in the U.S. to perform, and this is according to, I think it was, everybody's reporting on this now, including, uh, I think this particular article comes from Just the News, uh, that they were... Um, Looking, They were using this data to perform an analysis of, get this, your compliance and Americans' compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K-12 schools, and specifically monitor the effectiveness of the policy in the Navajo Nation. Now, why were they specifically digging into the, wherewith- the whereabouts and what was going on with the Navajo Nation? Oh, you Democrats, you think that the, that the government so cares about your different identity groups. Why were they targeting the Navajo Nation? What was that about? They got this data from a company called SafeGraph, which is very controversial. And the CDC has paid them over $400,000 to access one year of data. And this company is owned by um, the Peter and a former head of Saudi intelligence are among its investors. This is a really sketchy outfit. And according to uh, Zach Edwards, who is a cybersecurity researcher who follows the data marketplace, he says, quote, the CDC seems to have purposefully created an open-ended list of uses uh, cases which include monitoring curfews neighbor to neighbor visits visits to churches schools and pharmacies and also a variety of analysis with this data specifically focused on quote violence and the document doesn't just stop at churches it mentions any places of worship why would they need that data on you skins because they're compiling this, they want to know, and this is what the masks were about. The data here that they were that they were searching for and tracking is about trying to find out in your private moments what you're doing. The masks were about publicly everybody knowing your level of compliance. That's why they needed you in masks, and that's why if you weren't in a mask when they thought you should be in a mask, that's when it was a signal. Oh, we got we got we got it. We got one that's you know that's gone awol right we got one we got one that's, that's you know that's running away on of us we got to get them back into compliance and that's when people would be dragged out of grocery stores when they're not even near anybody right This is why they're trying to desperately to get masks back on us in a plane because it's all about forced compliance um, The New York Times was somehow supposedly involved in this oh they used this same location data uh, to um, locate to show where people were traveling once the lockdowns were lifted. why would any government body need to know where you were going when the lockdowns were lifted? What, what, let me phrase it to this way. What legitimate reason would any government official need to know where you were going when the lockdowns None. were lifted?
1: None. They don't need to know.
2: No. They don't need to know at any point. This is why this is why we never need to do an, any kind of lockdown. This is why uh, going back to the beginning of the show, we were talking about who's the most extremist political organization. This is an example of extremism here to where they seize control of our nation in order to force everybody into compliance. And then they're tracking your obedience to 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 the to the state. Right. And one of the reasons why they were tracking you're going to church is because there was a reason why in San Diego you could congregate in a Walmart, but not a church. There was a reason why you could go eat a meal in a strip club, but you couldn't go to church because part of the exploitation of this in terms of seizing control of our nation and how it was used to usher in their Marxist utopia, they got to replace church with state. And this is why it was so important that churches stand up to this. And we had too many that decided to comply. And that was a problem because our rights come from God, not from man. And, and this is, this has been the replacement of, of church with state is key for them. That's what Roe v. Wade was about too. It wasn't just about centralizing power into the DOJ and with the Supreme Court. It wasn't just about destroying the Judeo-Christian principles and values, but, but that was actually also about getting God out of our lives changing us from a Christ-centered, a Judeo-Christian belief nation that believes in the moral rights in this country. The left is so extreme that they think, as somebody pointed out today, that a child should have the right at four or five years old to decide what gender they are, but they don't have a right to, to, to decide whether or not they live. Is that not the extreme position? Hey, did you guys know that airplanes don't need fuel to fly? (laughs) <laughs> that according to a Biden advisor today. We'll explain when we come back. Dave Elhoff, the financial thought doctor, will be here. Don't go away. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego.